Been gone for a month. <laughs> yep. And this has basically become a a quarterly podcast. For, for hey, subscribe to us. Tune in to us. You'll get four episodes a year. We're trying. We're working hard. We definitely are. Now, in our defense, not to make excuses, but we have a sound engineer. Sven. Sven Doggy Dog on the ones and twos, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Big Dog Sven Dog. Yes. He got engaged. He got engaged. Congrats to him. But this engagement was not local. No, but in <laughs> I don't want to throw us under the bus, but. In defense of Sven, that was like a four-day situation. <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. That's not what you're but supposed to do. But congratulations to Sven and Katarina. Congrats to the soon-to-be newlyweds. Yes. Right? Right now, what are they? What do you, would you call that? Pre-weds? Uh, uh, engaged. Okay. The engaged. I'll go pre-weds. I don't no, like that. There's pre-med and there's pre-wed. Okay. I don't know. Feels like it, it may, you know. It's like you throw noodles to see if they're done. I mean, if you're a real Italian, you throw the noodles on the wall, see if they stick. <laughs> Shouts to our Uncle Willie for that one. Yeah. And, al dente. He really taught me taught me the beauty of an al dente noodle. An al dente noodle, as you know, I'm I'm big, big, big on al dente, all right? You know, I don't like the mushy noodles. Yeah. The mushy nudes, not really my thing. But uh, what Willie didn't tell us is that real Italians – they don't need to throw it against the wall. They know it's done <laughs> yeah. because it's just, it, you know, it's it's like uh, an inherent thing. Yeah. All right, here we are. So this is episode 137. Yes. Here we are. Our pace was once prolific and magnificent. It's now uh, like a slow and steady, but slow and steady wins the race. So That's they, what they say. Yeah. So they say. I don't really know who says that. I mean, a- that, ASAP. That, the NFL combine is going on. A- yeah. A- ASAP goes slow and steady. No, no. ASAP. Oh, Aesop. I was like, Aesop Rocky, really? No, no, wow. Aesop Fables. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm watching the NFL Combine. Speed. Speed's what I want to see. Yeah. You know, they're changing the unofficial times, the official times. Unofficially was one of the fastest combines ever. Then they started tweaking some stuff. Yeah. All right, well, here we are. I'm back in the squeaky chair. It's not the squeaky chair, I'm telling you. Well, you're just saying that people can't can't hear it, but that doesn't mean it doesn't irritate me. We've got our... Uh, beautiful and magnificent. What do we name this guy again? Figgy Smalls. Figgy Smalls, the fig tree. I like to shake him because this is, uh, it's good for fig health. Yeah. Simulates wind or what? Yeah, but we also put him outside once or twice a week. Wow. Microphone. I, I've just, I've become unhinged. I mean, I don't know what's going on here. Hang I on. mean, I, I just went to move my microphone, my tech guy. I got to keep my mouth. I got to keep my mouth. Uh, I hold this. Part. People got to hear. What, what, what are we doing here? Hold there. Because we're not editing this out. We're going live. No, yeah, we're going live. F it. We'll do it live. Play us out. What does that even mean? F it. We'll do it live. Uh, here's a track from Sting off his new. What? What's happening? Hang right on. So, so we have to. This is. I mean, talk about being rusty, dude. How much do we pay for this microphone? It's not the microphone. It's the stand. How much should we pay for the stand? Is that doing anything? No. Damn. I mean, I'll just hold this joint. No. It don't matter to me. I mean, you know me. I mean, I'll, I'll go straight B-Rabbit from 8 Mile. We've been so long. We've been gone so long. We didn't even get a chance to talk about Eminem, 50, 
Snoop, Dre. We didn't even get a, talk to, uh, a chance to talk about the halftime show. All right, boom. Little technical difficulties, but you hey, know, listen. Got to get uh, back in the saddle. We uh, Now I'm afraid to even turn this microphone. Okay, here I am. All right. There you go. You good? Wow. Yeah, we were gone for so long, we didn't get to talk about the halftime show, we the get- Super Bowl, the All-Star game. It's a lot of things happening. A lot of topics. What's relevant right now? Euphoria, which would be good if you watched it. See, no, I don't like that show. It doesn't matter, though. But the thing is. No, it doesn't matter. I don't like this it. I'm is, not going to watch it. This is a relevant podcast. Yeah, but I don't really care. That's the subject matter, relevance. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, you could talk about it if you want. It, it doesn't hit the same is what I'm trying to tell you. No, but a lot of times, like, you're mostly talking. I'm just kind of going, yeah, okay, okay. Well, mostly disagreeing, I would say. But it's euphoria. Well, I mean, we disagree on the show. You like it. I don't like it. I, I actually see. I hear a lot of people talking about euphoria like it's the greatest show of the decade. That's false. Well, actually, of this decade, we're only a couple years in, right? Not even. It's still false, though. But basically talking about it like it's an all-time great show. I do feel like, so I guess, should I just give my my yeah, life? Yeah, sure. Give you a rundown. Uh, uh, this wouldn't be a eulogy. This would be a- uh, Synopsis. Yeah, synopsis. What is like- It's like a postseason breakdown. All right. Well, here's my thoughts on this, okay? I don't think there will be any spoilers in here. There could be some spoilers. Who cares? No, I don't think I'm going to. I don't think I'm going to do it, but this is what I'll say. I feel like the lone ranger in that I'm kind of in the middle on euphoria, and I feel like people either are like you and don't like it and don't care to watch it. I've I've met almost nobody that does that. Or- no, no, I, I I see people on Twitter all the time saying that they don't see what oh, all really? the hype is about. Yeah, okay. or they absolutely love it and it's the best show uh, since Sopranos and it's incredible and whatever, whatever. That's one of the worst takes I've ever heard. Here's what I'll Whoever say. Said that this is what I'm going to say. You know, am I a film buff? Yes, probably. You know, film buff. Uh, I feel like there's a Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, punchline in there somewhere. Film and buff. Yeah, okay. Right. Milk is for babies. Okay. You know, I'm on my B-Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm on my M&M. I, the microphone was in my hand, and the next thing I knew, it was just like, you know, mom's spaghetti. Yeah, punchlines. Okay. So, Euphoria is one of the best shot shows of all time. Okay. I agree, because actually, when I watched the first episode of season one, which is the only episode I've watched, I was really, really impressed with the artistic kind of vision Inc- and this cinematography, okay. Incredibly well shot. So we agree on that, even though, you know, one episode is a small sample size, but beautifully, beautifully shot. The transitions, the tracking shots, it's just incredible. Okay. That alone makes me kind of want to watch the show. Now, here's the thing that I don't understand. The plot is a little shaky at times. Okay. I mean, so- Some plot holes. So Rue is an addict. An, an addict. Addict. That's my dog's name. Sorry. Uh, your dog's name is Rue. That's true. Spelled differently, but yes. Yes. That Rue, not an addict. Yeah. Euphoria Rue is. And so that's essentially the 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 premise of this second season. Well, really, you know, most of the show, revol- she's the main character, mm-hmm. revolves around her. There's a couple reasons. I do think that there's some major plot holes. Okay. But- and and I, again, I don't want to spoil stuff, so I'm not going to dive in too far right now. But 
it's also a little weird because it's a high school. Yeah. Which, you know, my thoughts on that. I'm not, I'm not interested. High school stuff is always really hard to shoot because the actors are like 25. They're like in their mid twenties. Yeah. Sometimes in their thirties, like playing people who were like 16, 17, 18. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't, there's always that kind of weird disconnect. Yeah. Then also, it's so out of control. I'm not saying that there aren't elements of this stuff in high schools and you've got love triangle stuff and mm-hmm. you've got drug use and you've got, you know, different things going on. But this is just like turned all the way up. Yeah. So now, whatever. Sometimes, right, things are turned up. And, and that's fine. It's like whatever poetic license or whatever yeah. the movie version of that would be. Yeah. But it's yeah, like Arnold with the, like a Uzi that has like 900 bullets. Yeah, exactly. But you know, nobody would be calling that like the film of the year, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's some people might, you know, milk is for babies, you know, commando. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, I find myself liking the episodes that revolve around, Fezco. Okay, that's Fez. your boy. That that's my boy. Uh uh a fellow um a fellow ginger man. Yeah. All right. And came out of nowhere. Like just a little quick background. This is probably too much talking about euphoria, but I feel like I don't know. W- way too much, but it's fine. All right. All right, we'll we go with it. We missed the Super Bowl. We missed the All-Star game. We're, we're not missing euphoria. Yeah. There it is. So not an actor. Basically, they, you know, some talent scout or so, you know, whatever found him essentially walking down the street in New York City. He was living in Brooklyn at the time. I just saw something on TikTok or on on Twitter that was from TikTok where he was a waiter. He was a waiter four years ago at this restaurant in Brooklyn and now here he is, you know, he's the a, man. A, an acting phenom. But that's also more he's involved with like the drug activity and that kind of stuff. And that's the that's more of the stuff that I want to watch anyway. As okay. as opposed to like a high school love triangle. Yeah. That I, doesn't really I'm probably not necessarily the target audience for that. Yeah. So probably makes sense. But, and some shows are like that. Like, you know, you go back to The Wire and I'm not comparing the show to The Wire, but you go back to that. You and I weren't crazy about like the docks and and the boat stuff and the union stuff and. Yeah. The the newspaper stuff. The political stuff. Like, you know, we more so wanted to see. Stringer Bell and and Marlo and you know only Avon, only Barksdale exactly yeah, exactly Stringer get him out of here and Omar of course uh, I mean Omar greatest TV character of all time possibly possibly you know R.I.P. it's it's either him or Tony Soprano R.I.P. to both yes two goats okay so my take on Euphoria in one final conclusion of a sentence okay eight out of ten. Holy hell. Okay. Seven and a half, eight out of 10. Season two, seven and a half, eight out of 10. It's just, it's just a show in general. It's shot beautifully. Yeah. And and, that's not everything, but okay. No, it's not everything. And that's why I left those other two points off. Okay. But it's, uh, gets a one out of 10 from me. It, it can't be shot that well and be a one. You also can't watch one episode. Didn't move me. And, and, but you can't watch one episode and give the show a one. You can, You you could give that episode a one. You can, and I did. I'm going to tell you what show I'm, sucks. I'm going to tell you, and I did it. You did do it, but you also said that hot Cheetos sucked, and you never even ate them. 
Uh, then, you, then you ate them and we're like, huh, those are pretty good. <laughs> They're still overrated. No. And I stand on that. I mean, of course, you're going down with the ship at this point. No, but I'm just saying they're overrated. And Euphoria is overrated. All right. I think I this is this is now going to be your theme song here. You know what's not overrated? City of Gods. Move Me to Tears, the first time I heard Alicia Keys sing on it. Yeah. Hell's Kitchen Finest. This My- is you in all aspects. All right? Here you go. I can only imagine. I know you think that I shouldn't still love you. I'll tell you that But if I didn't say it Well, I'd still have felt it I don't understand how this is my theme song. How does this apply to me in any way? Right here. And I won't put my hands up And surrender Okay, good. There will be no white flag But I will go down with this <laughs> Okay, I mean, that's... I want to say you're oversimplifying the song, but. <laughs> so you're just going back and back? You go down with the ship. Yeah, th- there will be no white flag. I know it's your, and I know it's your not. <laughs> it's the you, preposterousness. No, I'm not. There's no preposterousness. There's no preposterousness. Giving, giving a show a one out of 10. It's ass. After watching one episode is crazy, especially. When you think a good show is that shitty ass Kevin Costner western, so no one that th- stinks. No, no, it doesn't stink. That show stinks. Nobody that I know and respect their opinion says that show sucks. You so would- I know that you're just doing that strictly to goad me, <laughs> and it's not going to work. Uh, l- listen, buddy, my guy, I couldn't get I couldn't get five episodes. Y- you also c- can't watch Succession and have told me many times that show sucks. That's that's the best show of, of the decade. I'm not, I'm not into Succession. No, you're an nah, asshole. You know, it, l- listen, man. Cousin Greg, how dare you, dude? Listen. <laughs> how fucking dare you? Kevin you, Costner. You, you also said you didn't like the Succession theme song, which is another most baffling thing you've ever said. Euphoria is shot better than Succession. And I'm a visual man. Yeah, I mean, that, that's like cheap. That's I, like I'm cheap not tricks. Saying, that's but, cheap parlor tricks. But but here's the difference between me and you. You don't hear me giving Succession a one out of ten. No, you refuse watched, to watch it. No, I watched an episode or two, and it didn't move me. But there you I, go. But but also, I'm not saying it's a shitty show. I'm just saying that I haven't. When someone brings up Succession, you know, when that comes up in conversation, I say, ah, you know what, man, I've been meaning to spin the block on that one but you know i hear people saying good things and uh i just uh i couldn't quite get into it okay i'm not saying ass one out of ten um and, no and, you and are then, saying that about rem and then and tur- sublime a great alternative rock and bands. then turning around and then turning around and watching some of the poorest acting i've ever seen no that's not true dude that kevin costner show what's the name of that yellowstone yellowstone Dude, there is some that, dog shit it's acting. It's a Western saga, my man. It's bad acting, no, dude. This is coming from a guy who watches Power and pretends like that's a good show. It, it's it's a great show. No, it's an ass show. It's a great show. 50, if you're tuning in right now, if you're listening, listen. Hey, don't come for me. You got a beef, take it up with him. Uh-huh. I, I like Power, but I recognize Power for what it is. It's not an acting masterpiece, all right? It's there's there's definitely some lower level acting in that show, but it's my it's it's a it's a bit of a I'd almost throw it in the uh, 
the guilty pleasure realm. Okay, well, Yellowstone- not like not like Love Is Blind guilty pleasure. We'll talk about that in a second. Have you watched season two? I watched the first episode and I almost couldn't do it. I was like, oh, so I, I was just like cringing the whole. I just felt really bad. All right, so I binged the whole thing. So all right, listen, we're gonna move on from the movie stuff. From the TV shows. From the stuff. TV shows. We're actually going to talk about some movies because I watch Spider-Man and you watch Batman. Yes. So, that see, that's what we have to do now. We, we, we both, neither one of us knows if what the other person is saying is <laughs> valid, is a crock of you-know-what, but, <laughs> you, <laughs> but you somehow still have, are very opinionated, even on stuff you didn't partake Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's the way I live my life. That doesn't make much sense. No, no. But. I'm on top of the mountain. I'm at the bottom of the ocean. Mike Tyson. That's the way I live my life. Mike Tyson. Shouts to an icon. Yes. So what are we talking about here? We were talking about, oh, we were moving on. Oh, Love is Blind. Yeah. So actually, we're staying on TV shows. Okay. Because this is technically, it's a Netflix show. Yeah. It's a TV show. If you haven't seen Love is Blind 1, I highly recommend it. I mean, there's a bunch of TV shows right now. Love is Blind 2. Also highly recommended. And here's the thing that, so you watched episode one. Yeah. So maybe we can discuss that a little bit. Because like I said, this is, I feel like I'm talking to a wall right now. A wall that is just like disgruntled. Okay. I, a I disgruntled wall. I disagree. All right. Maybe it hasn't been properly drywalled. The construction's not appropriate. Okay. Maybe it's cold. The joints. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. You're saying it's not up to inspection. Exactly. I disagree. What, and some, and yet a wall that has these unwarranted opinions, no. very strong opinions. So tell me what you thought about episode one. I cringed. It was, uh, I felt, I felt bad for everyone involved. It's especially Natalie. Here, here's what I don't understand. Who's falling in love with the guy that's doing the weird eye movements. He's definitely got, there's some twitches. He's doing like, he's got some weird, he's got some weird stuff. He's got some jaw activity going on. He seems like kind of a nice guy though, but he's just a little bit. Of, he's like, not a nice guy. He's like, I'm a tool. He's like, I, I, I'll, I'll admit it. I embrace it. See, I feed off energy. See, that's why you got to watch more than one episode of things because no, no. you'll see that not the guy, he's a grade A doucher. No. He, he's a great, but he's embracing his doucheness. No, not really. It, here's the thing with love is blind. No, no, but there's no chance that, People without, there's just not enough time. Like these, like, you know, dates in the pods, basically for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's, you fall in love with someone without seeing them. It's a group of people and you go into these different pods and you talk to somebody through a wall, you can't see them. And when you have fallen in love with them enough, you get down on one knee and propose. Yeah. And they're like crying through the wall and everything. Listen, you know what I didn't like? The, the, uh, and I didn't like it in season one. But one thing I'll say is I didn't abandon this after the first episode. I just, I turned it off. That was like three days ago. And then I was like, okay, I'll watch the next episode at some future date. Okay. So that show I will watch. Well, we do have a podcast. So it would be nice to to do things. Well, you know, I like to, I like to do my due diligence, but I don't like to rush my due diligence. Interesting. So I got to watch it on my own time. <laughs> listen, listen. We're a quarterly podcast. Okay. I got a lot of stuff to absorb. How long between, like, how long is each date that they have through the wall? I think probably like an hour. No, I don't think so. I think it's more like, you know, maybe like 15 minutes. No, there's no way. I think so. I, it, there, there's no chance what, what, that it's an hour. They wouldn't be able to do enough what, what of them. And there's a lot of people there. I mean, what is there, 15 people? 15, 
males, I, 15 females. I, I, I don't know the exact, the exact thing, but some of the people, they never show them in the pod. Like you just see them back in like the living Well, because quarters. that's the thing, because you have what, like eight or 10 episodes or whatever it is. And you have to cut it down into, to me, my favorite part of the show is the reveal. No. So that's my least favorite part. It's definitely the part that's hard to watch. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. And you're just like, ah, what's going on here? So, that, oh. So I don't like to watch things like that. Things that are embarrassing? Yeah, like you're saying that that's your favorite part, but it's the hardest part to watch. Like for me, I feel like I get like a physical reaction yeah, yeah, of no, recoil. No, me too. No, 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 for sure. But you enjoy that feeling. No, it, it's just, it's the, uh, I don't know if I necessarily enjoy it, but it, it makes me feel alive. Okay. There's some exhilaration you, you, okay, involved. That I understand. You live it on the edge It's there. like they're sitting behind these like, glass doors that you can't see through but you can see the silhouette now yeah. we know what they look like already and then it's like they open simultaneously yeah and it's like even if you're not attracted to the other person at that moment it's like what do you do so then it's like there's this one dude um my boy shake yeah shake that guy's an absolute dipshit yeah 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 he, he's he, like he's like so i like to go to festivals she's like oh yeah me too he's like could I lift you up at a festival? <laughs> Are you light enough to be lifted? Yeah. It was like so weird. He's like, so do you work out? I love to work out. And she's like, nah. And he's like, yeah, you know, that's not really going to do it for me. Right. And the whole point is that love is blind. Right. But he's it's trying about to connecting with the person. He had like what I like to call pretty shitty uh, trick questions. Like you got to be a little more subtle if you're going to try to uh, like. Yeah. That was cheat. like, a, that was like a six year old trying to get a cookie like before dinner. Yeah. yeah no, that he, he, he was unimpressive in that regard. Yeah. But even after the reveal. So I saw a thing on the reveal where he's like, oh, look at that booty or something. He's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you, I don't, you want uh, Fleece Johnson on yeah, me. I don't no, know no, what that you was. You and that booty. What's that song? T-Pain? Yeah, I think so. Wow. What's cancer? You went lockup. You went T-Pain. You're all over the place. You're a nut. Um, here's what I'm going to say. He, so the reveal <laughs> happens. Please, the 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 reveal happens, and he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, you're so hot, you're so hot." And then he spends the next few episodes completely saying the opposite. Oh really? Oh yeah. Like whenever he's like talking not, to the person. No, like just like to us. Okay, because so, I don't know who he picked. Yet. Talking to the camera right now. I I only got um. Danielle and maybe the guy's name's Kyle. Okay. Tom, the first guy. He's like, a, it's like, they seem like they're a really good couple. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, right? So here I am saying that this is not enough time to know if you want to marry somebody. In some cases, apparently it is because there are still people together from season one that are still married. My boy, Cameron with the stiff back. Dude, Cameron is married to Lauren. Yep. She was by far my favorite on absolutely. season one absolutely you know uh a knockout for sure and then uh barnett and i can't remember the name it's like a tiffany yeah it was definitely like a tiffany ish name and she's the one who had, had to spaz out the one time on the on the other check jessica oh yeah yep and was like sure. listen bitch oh yeah she had to put her foot down yeah if you come for my man I'll, I'll fucking kick your ass i'll whoop your ass yeah so they're still oh, together. they're married too? Still together. Oh, there we go. Still married in holy matrimony. There we go. So who am I? What do I know? But love is blind. I'm not even like a big dating show guy. Me neither. You know, we watched uh, 
part of a season of Love Island. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That was that, that. You and I watched that together, yeah. right? Some of it, right? But I never went back to another season, and I didn't even finish that season. And well, our boy got voted off, and I just yeah, I said no more. Yeah. Sometimes you got to put your foot down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then what else? I've I've never been. I've I've tried. I, I can't get into the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. Me neither. So it's not like I'm some, uh, you know, fiend for these, you know, rea- dating reality dating stuff. But Love Is Blind is just—it's a train wreck. But you can't stop watching it. Yeah, it, it really, really is a train wreck. It's this one dude. All right, I, you know, I won't say names because I won't spoil anything. No, you can say the name. This one dude. He gets on there. His name's Jarrett. All right. So spoiler alert here. If you if you don't want it spoiled. I, I know Jarrett. That's where. Right. So Jarrett. He's almost like the first guy they highlight. Okay. I don't remember the episode one or or who, what the chronological yeah. order was. But so he says to one. So there's two chicks that he likes, right? Okay. And he goes like this. He's like to one of them. Yo, so if I were to propose to you, like, you know, what would you say? Okay. And she's like, ah, you know, I think I really have this connection with this other guy i like you but i feel like i have this connection with this other guy a little bit more okay you know and so i don't even know if she just left it at that or she said so you know i probably have to say no or whatever he's crying okay you know profusely oh wow okay yeah he, he's shaking he's up. an emotional wreck he, he's heartbroken okay you know and we can all relate to heartbreak for sure so i felt him in that moment you know i was like damn all right you know bro's hurting a little bit yeah you know and minutes later, now, how long it actually was, but, I mean, it was def- the- definitely within a 24-hour span. Yeah, he proposes to the other chick. He goes in there, and he's like, and she's like, hey, well, you proposed to the other girl, didn't you? So he, I, I got to think about and he's that. he's like, oh, no, nah, I didn't. I knew it was you all along. She's like, I don't want to be a second choice. She's like, no, you're not a second choice. It's like, come on. Give me so, a break. So here's my thing. If I was on that show- when I went back to the living quarters, right. I would I wouldn't discuss anything with anybody. I wouldn't give anybody any names. You're a wall. Guys won't be able to read you. I'm just saying, if it's uh, every date you come out of and you go ass one out of ten. No, I wouldn't Terrible. do that. I would be like, oh yeah, it's going well, or not too high, not too low. I told you earlier, even keeled. Yeah, Kobe okay. taught me. You stay in the middle. Mamba mentality yeah. on love is blind. Yeah, and All in right. life. All right, because. There so was, so is there a punchline there? No, I'm just saying that there was in the first episode one girl's like, "Who is it? Holly or Molly or Dolly?" And they're like, "I think it's Danielle." And she's like, "No, I think it's Molly yeah. that likes the one guy." But then like the girl Danielle's in there talking, "Oh my god, we have such a good connection and this and that and blah 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 and I think I'm in, falling in love." And then they So get, what? And then you're they, afraid they're, they're going to sabotage? No, yeah, then they go over to the side. And there's just the girl like drinking water, like giving like a like a nasty side eye. Yeah, the stank eye. Yeah, and like you don't know what she's going in there and saying about you. Yeah, that's true. I don't see a ton of that. Well, they they certainly don't, don't edit that they part don't, in. They don't show you that part. It doesn't seem like the people who do reveal a lot. It doesn't seem like it's backfired. So, but I feel you. You're going in there stealthy. Stealthy is wealthy. No, no, I'm coming out stealthy. You're coming out stealthy. I'm not going in stealthy. Man, okay, all right. It's a uh, it's an interesting premise. Yeah, is love blind? And uh, trying to think how many. Uh, yeah, a couple couples got married. 
Okay. So we'll see. The reunion, I'm ready for it. Oh, is that coming out? Uh, I'm here for it. Yeah. Was there like a delay on it? Yeah, it, it's they, they put out uh, a, a handful of episodes, and then there was maybe a couple weeks, and then another handful, and now I think we're going to get the reunion. Okay. I'm ready, dog. There you go. I'm ready. Steady, are you ready? Man, what else do we have to talk about? Oh, do you want to give like a little, I don't have a water here. You're supposed to be my water guy. No, I'm not the water guy. Well established, I'm not the water guy. I got some things I like to talk about. Just some couple random things. I mean, now that we spent 45 minutes on these two absolute dog shit shows. Euphoria and Love is Blind. Yeah. Gotta love it. It's a good way to get back in the saddle. So what do you want to talk about? Embarrassing moments. Okay. And just the the reveal on Love is Blind. No, no, just. Watching it. No, no, in my life. Not necessarily. All right. What are you going to give us? Well, as you know, and some people may know. I like to call people by their names, mm-hmm. but sometimes that backfires because uh-huh. I forget names. Yeah, it, it, it and and I and you do the I, most with that. I'll do, let you know. And I do a snap judgment, and I see someone, and I say mm, that person's name's Cameron, and I'll be like, "Yo, Cam, what's up?" And they're like, um, "My name's James," and I'm just like, "Damn, dude, my bad." <laughs> so that happens to me quite often. Maybe stop doing it. No, no. Maybe just be like, hey, bro, what's going on? No, because when you say their name right, they feel really good. And I, and so I, I think I it's, a, it's a risk versus reward. Creeper and, vibes. Anyway. Heavy yeah. creeper vibes. No, especially with the mullet and the mustache. No, it's not like, at all. Dude, who is this guy? No, no. People are into it. All right. And I actually play it off pretty well when I, when I fuck it up. Okay. Which is not actually that often. And there are sometimes I'm thinking, who's, what was that guy's name? What was that guy's name? What was that guy's name? And then I see him and I know his name immediately. Phil. Yeah. And sometimes it's wrong. Phil Dumphy. Yeah. Got it. Okay. But no, another thing that I do is if I see someone, and you know when you see someone, you know that they maybe know you. Uh-huh. Like you can see in There's someone's some recogni- space yeah. recognition. Right. Where do, I, where do I know this person? Yeah, from? but yep. I don't recognize them maybe. Mm-hmm. So what I like to say, I've developed this over the years, Okay. is uh, yeah, good to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and then I try to get some clues and, you know. Contact clues. Yeah, yeah. I work it out. I'm a detective. <laughs> <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> yeah, but the other day I'm walking my dog, and we live on a cul-de-sac. I'm walking both my dogs. Okay. And we live on a cul-de-sac, and there's a park across the street. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people just walk down the street, around the cul-de-sac, back up the block to the park. Right. And someone's walking, and they, they kind of like give me like a little, you know, hey, how you doing? Right. And I, I'm thinking, like, who? See, see, why is uh, who is why, this person? Why is just a hey, how you doing? Not why does that not suffice? No, it could. Why be. does it have to be more? It could be, but sometimes it's not. And anyway, so I see this person. They wave to me, and I say, "Hey, nice to see you again. How you doing? You know, whatever." Right. And then they keep walking, and I their response was, uh, "I couldn't really gauge it." Okay, I'll be honest. I couldn't really gauge what. They were upset. If they were kind of weirded out, I didn't really know. So the true detective work, it was shaky. <laughs> well, there wasn't much dialogue. So it was like more Not, of a, just a passerby situation. And you couldn't just leave it at that? No, no, I did. Okay. But my point is, we live on a cul-de-sac, so I know all my neighbors. Right. And I couldn't place this neighbor. But I, but from far away, kind of, I said, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? Good to see you again. And then I, judging by their response, I thought, hmm, maybe I don't know that word. <laughs> Maybe they're just, maybe they're circling the block. They're going, maybe they're just trying to get their steps in. 
Okay. And, and they're going to go walk back up to the park and keep on going, keep on trucking. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it just reminded me of embarrassing things that have happened to me in my life. Like, like on, on a hello basis, not like deeply embarrassing, but have you ever got, so that was an embarrassing moment for me. Long story short, that person was my neighbor. Why was that an embarrassing moment? Just saying, because, Hey, how are you, pal? What? Like, like, no, why no, can't I've, that just, that is what I said. No, I know. But like, why does that turn into an embarrassing moment? It was an embarrassing moment. Cause I thought, wow, does that person not live on this block? And they don't know who the fuck I am. And they're thinking like, who is this guy walking two dogs? It's 7.38 in the morning. If they're not from the neighborhood. Yeah. And I just said, hey, nice to see you again. Like, are they now like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, I, oh, that, oh, you didn't say hi. How are you, pal? No, I said, hey, good to see you again. Oh, even though you know all your neighbors and you didn't recognize them. Yeah, but the body language is pretty welcoming. Like they did know who I was. That's what I'm saying. I saw the recognition. But after I said that, then the recognition went away. Gotcha. That's all I'm saying. But then okay. I just thought of other embarrassing things. Like, have you ever at a drive-thru? Uh, I mean, you shit your pants. Yeah. That, that, that's like more along the lines of embarrassing. <laughs> no, so, okay. Well, <laughs> I was not going to bring this up because I said not deeply embarrassing. Okay. Just like on a social level kind of embarrassing where you're like, damn, I wish that didn't happen to me. Okay. Like a little. Not like, like hey, I shit my pants. I really wish that didn't happen. <laughs> like, okay. Like I think about it often. Like, Just hey, I kind of wish that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, so like socially awkward situations. Yeah. And gotcha. I'm kind of the, it used to happen to me often. Now it's less often. Okay. Because I work more and I'm not around as many people. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, have you ever had a drive-thru said, hey, like, you know, they say like, oh, ha enjoy you your meal. You too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you ever yeah. done that? Because I've done that many times. I think I did it at an airport once. Yeah, Someone yeah. was like, enjoy your flight. And I was like, you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done that before. So that's the realm of embarrassment we're talking about. Yeah, I'm about. talking about that degree. It's like 5% embarrassing. And then you're walking I'm not away. I'm like, like, I Ugh. shit my pants, dude. <laughs> I'm not trying to tell the people about when I shit my pants. <laughs> but you shit your pants too. Okay. <laughs> 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 wow <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh man oh, okay boy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, man it didn't feel good, I'll tell you. <laughs> it didn't feel good. <laughs> you hate to see it. Here we are, man. Back to you. Oh, man. Like, uh, here's another. This one's actually more embarrassing than all those other ones. When you think someone's waving at you and you're like, damn, who's this person? But they're like kind of giving like a really like energetic. And yeah, we, we've, I, I've, I've told my mailman story here on the pod. Yeah. Okay. So that was an in-depth view, but that I'm saying that's like a real embarrassing one. That's like, that's that like happened in, to me pretty recently. Can't remember what the scenario was with the mailman. No, not, no, the mailman. I already okay, told that okay. story. Cause that was like a year ago. I'm still embarrassed about that one. Cause you know, I got screwed with it twice. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the mailman. It was the dude who lives across the street from the coffee shop. <laughs> and he's like, Hey, <laughs> and we know the guy. Right. And so, but it was like, it was a, uh, it was a, a, a very energetic 
Yeah, enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I'm like, hey, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And then he like walks by me and t- takes the package and like him and the UPS guy like chest bump. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so yeah. like I'm standing there, whatever, whatever. And then he's like, my man. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> trying to get, you're trying to get redemption there. And I'm like, oh, okay, boom. He like, he picked up on it. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'm not going to leave this guy out in the cold. I know he's probably, you know. Feeling embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. Sulking in a dungeon of embarrassment. And uh, the once again, it was to the mailman again. It was to the UPS guy again. Yeah. So he gave him two hellos. No, I think it might have been like a goodbye or like some other like little inside joke they had. Damn. Yeah, it burnt me twice <laughs> in about thirty-five seconds. Yeah. So you know what they say? It's an old saying in Texas: two piece and a biscuit. Hey, fool me once, fool me twice. You can't fool me again. Yeah, you know how the saying goes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Anyway, I was just thinking about a couple of those. All right. Like I saw a guy at Starbucks, and I was almost certain his name was Phil. No, not Phil. I want to say Dylan. And I was like, yo, Dylan, what's up, man? How you doing? What's up, bro? And, and he's a photographer. Okay. I was like, oh, how's the photography going? And he was like, oh, my name's Grant. And I was just like, damn. I was like, damn, dude, my bad. My bad. How's See, the film going? That, but then, I don't, but, so, no, I don't no. understand that. Then I went into the film and it was it, it was seems smooth. a little I smoothed ex- it out. It just seems like extra. Like you're trying, you're out here searching around. Listen, you're you're sniffing around for bounty points, and you're gonna get a little you're gonna get a little poop on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens. I guess it does. And you're willing to uh, yeah, to do that? Yeah, I'm willing to get poop on my nose. Wow. Okay. I guess me too. I, I mean, when you factor in the fact that you know I got burnt twice by the same fellow uh you know when he was talking to the ups guy yeah all right damn what can brown do for you that's exactly what i was just gonna say yeah but man okay so you got some a a couple mildly embarrassing social anecdotes what else you got Uh, that's really it all right you watch batman you want to talk about that oh yeah i watched batman i thought it was very good it was uh batman is robert pattinson I heard it's a three-hour movie. It was so long. So I didn't know when it came out. I thought it actually came out on Friday. Because you left late. You invited me. I turned down the invitation. You declined. So would you go to a 9.30 showing? I went to a 9.30 showing, but I didn't know when it came out. And then I went on Instagram, and I saw someone post it, and I was like, damn, is it out today? So I went, and I checked, and it was out that night. And I literally looked at things. I got a couple of different movie theaters in the area. Was the was the theater crowded? It wasn't crowded particularly. It was probably like it was probably like seventy five percent filled. When did you get out of the theater? Oh, dude, like one o'clock. It was so fucking long. And at so it's a three hour movie. But there was like I never remember trailers or commercials or whatever for movies like this. Like it was like thirty minutes of trailers. I was like, you've got excuse me. I don't know what happened there. You you've got to start this fucking movie. I got to go back to bed. I got to go to sleep. I got to get up in the morning. I'm working. Hey, I'm working it. I'm working it. Yeah, it, it was like ridiculous. At <clears throat> at twelve o'clock, I didn't see an end in sight, and I was going to leave the theater, but it had nothing to do with that. I wasn't thoroughly enjoying the movie. It was that it was bedtime, and I'm that dude, guy. That is that is atrocious. I was tired. I was getting tired, dude. That's terrible. You were gonna leave the theater in the middle of Batman. A scale of one to ten. How good is the movie? Eight. So you you were gonna leave an eight out of ten film because you were tired. 
I mean, I left Euphoria, which you said is an eight out of ten after one episode. Right, but you said it was a one out of ten. So big difference there, big big guy. Yeah. Wow. I would say collectively, most people say it's an eight out of a ten. And I left immediately. I said, Hey, this isn't for me, I'm out. I don't know what you got going on vocally right now. Yeah, some different stuff. I could use some water. You're my water guy, and you don't have any water here. Water. That's what we messed up. We said, you know what? We're not letting another day slip away without putting out a podcast yeah. episode. And we forgot to get we the We hear waters. the people. No waters, no coffees. I haven't had coffee all day today. That's bad. And it is, you know, it's no longer the morning. I'll just say that. So will you get a coffee now? Nah. Uh-uh. 7 p.m. You're the only guy I know that drinks coffee basically every day and like twice a week you're like oh, i didn't get any coffee today like i don't understand like just on the way here twice a month maybe no there's more than that because you're like because i hear it because i got to hear the complaining twice a week nah once a week i am yeah four times a month for sure you go oh yeah i didn't get any coffee today i think how is this possible just on the way to work you just get a coffee like i do <clears throat> i don't like starbucks and uh i don't like duncan because of I'm not doing sugar in my coffee anymore. If I can do sugar in the coffee, man, give me a Dunkin' Light and Sweet all day. All day. You heard? Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, wow, that's not, what, what am I doing here? What am I looking at? You, you got to oh, go. I knew there was something else I wanted to talk about. Okay. Okay, gotcha, what is gotcha, it? Gotcha. There's t- actually two things here. Okay, hit me. Two things that I wrote down. Um, all right, your coffee consumption, who cares? Fuck out The Tinder Swindler. Okay, I didn't watch it. It's, it's I heard tough. all about it's it. It's tough to do these. No, no, episodes. I heard all about it though. I heard all about it. And then Genius. Yep. I love it. The Kanye documentary. And then also Don to Two. He live streamed it. Yes. Right. Um if you have the stem player, you can listen to the to the album now. We got the stem player. We got the I stem haven't player. quite haven't figured out how to work it yet. It's a little hard to figure out. I was but, like, damn, what's going it's, on? It's like some things like are touch activated, some things are buttons. So it's like, okay. Feels very futuristic. Yeah. It's um, the the documentary. You, what's your biggest takeaway or two from the documentary? So I've only watched the first episode. All right. So I've done. I think there three episodes are completed. I've watched an episode and a half, so I'm halfway through. Okay. So I would have watched all of it, but my wife went out of town and said that she's going to divorce me if I watch it without her. Okay. Fair. So I had to do it. Okay. Fair. I had to let it hold. Had to let that thing marinate. Okay. My biggest takeaway is Kanye's own belief in himself, which is outstanding, which is remarkable. And that a lot of people won't believe in you, even if you are Kanye West. Like, we know what he is now. Right. We know how many records he sold and kind of this unbelievable impact he's had on music and all kind of things right it's like you know there's the clip in the in episode one there where he's yeah he's playing jesus walks and the girl's just like who the fuck is this guy yeah well you know just not not super excited about it but and then like tells him then he goes and plays it for someone else and they're like hey turn like someone comes in the office and like hey turn that off yeah well no and for sure and you know you see it with you know other rappers that he's interacting with he was definitely had to really climb his way and really be super persistent because he was a producer, and so it was like, okay, like, give us the beats, bro. Like, yeah. we don't care about you rapping. Yeah. But for me, the biggest takeaway is his mom. Oh, yeah. I mean, she is incredible. Well, you, you could tell in the end of the first episode. Right. When there was the one guy that kind of, like, called him out on the radio and right, kind of right. upset him. And then he kind of squashes it with that guy. And then he goes 
to his mom's apartment. Right. And the connection that they have. And I guess really that belief that I was speaking of was given to him by his mom. Well, it, you know, he, he's his own person, obviously. For sure. But it does. She was a superhero, yeah. man. Like, it, it's crazy, too, because, you know, life is throwing all kinds of shit at you. Yeah. And, you know, here you've got this kid who wants to be a rapper. And it's like, you know, a lot of parents are like, you know, listen, man, give up the pipe dream, you know, go to school. Like, yeah. they're discouraging you. And the way she was fully, like, bought into it, she knew she was quoting, like, word for word rap lyrics from something that he had like back in high school or something that was years old at that point. And she knew the whole thing verbatim. Yeah. And she knew that he didn't even had to like think to remember the exact bar. She was saying it. He didn't, it didn't, he didn't quite remember it until he then remembered it. And then he remembered it. Right. So she also remembered like all of his talent shows, like literally every single one. Oh Yeah. Yeah, so to me, that's been the biggest takeaway. Again, I'm only an episode and a half in, but I've been enjoying it. And, you know, obviously, people are very mixed about Kanye. Like, I understand, like, you know, there's been different antics. There's been different things. And, you know, that that is what it is. You got to support and listen to who you want to. Absolutely. You know, obviously, <laughs> you and I, it's been well documented here on the podcast. We We love him musically. Uh, you know, I, I think he's a top five rapper, no question. And uh, some people will tell you you're crazy. Yeah. And then obviously the one thing that's not really even debatable is the impact. Yeah. The impact's crazy. You can see it when he does shows, when he live streamed uh, Donda uh, via Amazon. Yeah. I think it was is where I watched it. You want Donda 2 or Donda? Donda 2. Okay. Yeah. Th- th- this most recent. Okay. I mean, it just happened like a couple weeks ago. Because he also did the Drake concert. No, I'm not talking okay. about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the more recent one. Yeah. All kinds of audio issues, by the way. I mean, the audio was e, not good. Bezos. Yeah. We're coming for you, Bezos. Not, I don't know who the audio uh, team was, but not great. <clears throat> yeah. And, but it's just crazy the hold that he has on people. And, you yeah. know, it's like, you know, he puts out sneakers and he puts out clothing collections. And it's like- I mean, the STEM player. The, the STEM player. I mean, he just does numbers and numbers and numbers. The reason, one of the reasons that I love that STEM player, and I won't go in, we won't go into a whole infomercial right now. Yeah. But I love that you can take out certain parts of the song. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can take it, all the um, the instruments out and, and all, everything about the beat, just have it be acapella. Yeah. Or you can take out the drums. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you can kind of, that's just like a cool thing to fool mm. around with, with a lot of different yeah. and to artists hear, and albums. And to hear what things sound like. Exactly. So- um, I, I think it's pretty, pretty dope, but, uh, no official. Now I did listen to it on the live stream, the, the Donda two, yeah. but you, you can't rate an album that quickly. No. You know? And also with the audio issues, it's. Well, uh-huh. the, well, there, there was that too, for sure. We listened to it a little bit last night on the STEM player, Yeah, but, um, really been enjoying the documentary as far as new music. You know, we, we, this is, you know, not a music podcast, but uh, we talk about it. I'll tell you an album I have really, really been enjoying. And I th- I think you have as well, because you mentioned something about it. Kodak. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Man, the Kodak album. I love the. I, yeah, I just I love Kodak, man. Florida, baby. I love, I, I, you know, he's, uh, you know, there's not many Florida rappers out there 
and he's doing it. He is. He's definitely doing it. So, um, what else? I had I had uh, pulled up some stuff here. Let's look at. Uh, oh, gotta say, shouts to the homie Joe Trufant. Mm-hmm. Right, up and coming R and B guy. Uh, he dropped a new project called Cross My Heart. Uh, that's pretty dope. I guess I can put. Oh, there's some. So here's the thing about Euphoria, right? And this is what I mean, where like they they do lose me a little bit, right? Okay. So you, I told you that uh, Dominic Fike is in it. Yeah, is in it, right? He's you remember Dominic Fike, and again, I played him here on the podcast probably a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, know. I, I don't remember when it was, but it was. <clears throat> This was the song that I originally played. This is, you know, when I first heard him and I was like, oh, shit, this shit, you know, this kind of jams a little yeah. bit. Okay, Dominic Fike. Okay. I'll keep an eye out for that name. Yeah. It was this right here. She said I dressed in your favorite. Yeah. I brought two bottles of red. So he's in the show now. Yeah. And there is a scene in the finale where he wrote a song for Rue. Okay. And it's dope. And like, it's like this emotional moment between the two of them, but he plays the whole song. So it's like three minutes. It felt like, yeah. And you know, in a show, it felt like five minutes. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we get the point. Like this, like this isn't like a, this isn't like a music video. Yeah, this isn't like a, a like a performance. Like, yeah. like, like what's ha- you know the guy's putting his demo out. Okay, I'm it, not mad at him. I'm not mad at it either. But I think it took away from the flow of the show a little bit. Especially, it's a finale. Like, let's not spend three minutes of a finale on on, on a song. Yeah, for sure. Know? But that might be something like almost written into that guy's contract where he's like. Oh, hey. you think? No, I don't think so. Not with uh, Sam Levinson or whatever. I don't no. think so. I don't think so. Maybe. Um, it, 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 that's what it felt like. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think that was the case. It's like, oh, okay, let's use this moment, you know, to. Now, as you know, I'm a fan of Dominic Fike. I think he makes good music. But. Uh, saying that's a plot hole, though. I don't know if plot hole is the right word, but something was a little bit. You want a snippet of the it. love song. So here it is here, new releases. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. on Apple Music, right? And I see different stuff, you know. We got a uh, new NBA Young Boy. We got a uh, Joe Trufant. We got new Conway the Machine, Kodak Black. All right, and then here's this. I'll play a little snippet. Oh, this is the Dominic Fike song. So he released it as an actual song, right? It's called I Elliot's Song. Got no place building you a rocket up to outer space. Okay. Hit you. I watch you fade, keeping the lights on in this forsaken place. Okay. Little star, feels like you fell right on my head. So I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. I mean, I'm all about this. You know what I mean? Dominic Fike, a beautiful soul. Yeah. All right. I, I, you know, I'm into it. Gave you away to the wind. So we're 30 seconds in. I hope it was worth it. So I got some questions after. I hope listen. it was worth it in the end. You, you know, maybe right there. Yeah. Maybe just right there. 40 <clears throat> seconds on the button. So my question is, in the show, when he's performing it, 
is he like does he have a guitar and he's like yeah he's got a guitar he's playing it like just like, like that okay and they're like sitting on a bed or something he's sitting on the edge of his bed and she's in the doorway okay and he's like hey i got something to show you no she goes and um she's apologizing to him or no 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 i'm sorry she is saying that she forgives him okay yeah and you know emotional moment yeah i loved it so, i really i really and, and this is one of the things and you know you said i ah, you know you gave it eight out, eight out of ten and blah 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 i'm not crazy about like the high school drama aspect yeah, i guess sure. of it but everything else is 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 pretty damn good and the acting is phenomenal the acting is very good i mean Z- zendaya is incredible zendaya. she really really is yeah. now her character there's times in the show where you're like man well, that, I mean, that's she's the a same, piece of shit. Yeah, that's the same thing with Tony Soprano, though. No, no, exactly. Like, but that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Her acting's incredible. For that matter, Dominic Fike does it. Now he doesn't is not necessarily doing the job that Zendaya is, but very good actor. Yeah. You know, Fez for what he does, very good actor. His little brother Ashtray, very good actor. Yeah, there, there is for, good for, acting for for now. I heard Sydney Sweeney is basically like the standout. She's awesome actress. Now I said Ashtray. I'm an Ashtray fan, but. He barely says a word, so okay. very good actor. He he fits that part and fits that role is what I good. meant to say. So I I loved the the song. Dominic in the in the show, his name is Elliot. Okay. So I loved Elliot's song, but I thought it should have maybe ended there. Instead it, it, it goes on. Us against the world. Just a cup of and what's Rue doing the whole time? Now don't get me wrong, I'm gonna be jamming this in the whip. For sure. On but- the way home, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna jam this. Okay. All right, and I'm going to get in my feels, and I'm going to, you know, because I'm an emotional man. Yeah. All right, and, I, you know, I like to feel things. Yes. You know, sad boy president. Okay. Is one of my many AKAs. And uh, I just didn't think it was the right time for the for the three-minute thing. It happens, but, you know, it happens. So what else we got? Your Apple Watch, very distracting. I mean, it's barely it's going off. Very distracting. What what else do we have here? New music. Um what there's uh oh i see push is doing some new stuff well he's got that other one but it's on donda too diet coke diet coke maybe but it'll probably be on his album too i don't think it's gonna be on both albums i mean drake uh, no not drake i mean kanye doesn't say a word on it i don't think he's just dancing in the music video somehow it was uh yeah that was interesting that was interesting like that's a million percent like a a pusher song oh yeah definitely there's no question Damn. Uh Kanyezy. Where are we at? Uh so City of Gods, there's that one. And then Damn, where's the uh where's the other? Oh, here we go. Oh no. I guess I just gotta go Diet Coke with it. What are you looking for? Diet Coke. Oh, okay. Here we go. Diet Coke. Boom. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Amen. Fat Joe. Shouts. Touche. Yesterday's price is not today's price. That is a fact. Milk is for babies. Imaginary players aiming coach right. Master recipes under stove lights. The number on his jersey is the quote price. You order Diet Coke, that's a joke, right? Everybody get it off the boat, right? As you know. I'm a big push fan. Yeah, me too. They get it off the boat, right? You know, the uh, 
recipes under stove lights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. I mean, Push. I, I'm a big fan of Push, and I'm looking forward to his next project. I'm looking forward to diving into Donda two more. You know, I you know, and it's like whenever you talk about Kanye's music, it's always like, oh man, his shit's been you know ass. His shit's been trash since whatever. I I get it if sometimes when an artist is a certain way early in their career and they go in a different direction. Yeah. It's, you don't necessarily as a fan go in that direction with them. That's fine. You know, and and that is fine. Like I don't even compare what he's doing now, you know, like if you, and it's not like I'm some super Kanye Stan either. Like there's stuff that Kanye puts out and I'm like, ah, nah, it's not really for me. You know, I'm not, not, not totally feeling that. But it's, um, let me see here, albums. So there's Donda 2, there's Donda, there's Jesus is King. Which I thought was an awesome album. You liked that a lot. I, I wasn't crazy about, I, w- I, I, I love that album. I wasn't crazy about it. There's Kids See Ghosts. Okay. Okay, which was him and Cuddy. Yeah. So I don't know if you really count that. Man, it's like a, like a dual album situation. There's Yay, which I loved. Yeah, that was awesome. That was 2018. So, uh, you know, a lot of people stopped messing with him after Life of Pablo in 2016. Okay. I'd say they made a mistake. I, I really liked Ye. I mean, this is, What's oh, the, man. The last song on Ye is a Violent Crimes. It was, violent. It was, yeah. I mean, come on, bro. Come on, dog. Is that what this is? You even like this? Yeah. This, this shit right here? I know you want to cry all night. Man. Plotting, scheming, finding reason to defend. You know another thing too, right? And this is just with celebrities in general, is that it's, and I'm not saying that if somebody does something that's wild or out of pocket that you can't speak on it or have an opinion on it. Yeah. But something, it, it's hard to fathom being that famous oh 100% even being famous in general yeah it's crazy to think about and i do think that it takes a toll can take a toll on people absolutely you know and it's like you really normal stuff like you know going to the park with your kids and you got paparazzi everywhere and it's and i'm i'm not even just talking about Kanye i'm just talking about celebrities in general we've talked about it in previous episodes before a little bit i don't think that fans or people who are not in those positions, like it's so easy to be like, oh man, LeBron choked. Yeah, he's and not listen, handling it right or whatever. It, it, you know, oh, he said this. But listen, if you've got, you know, oh, you know, LeBron and the, you know, the trade and now, you know, the, uh, not the trade, the free agency thing that he yeah. did, I'm taking my talents to sell. Yeah, mm-hmm. in hindsight, probably not the best way to do that. But even though, let the record show he raised a shitload of money for charity yeah. when he did that. But it's when you have a microphone on at all times, phones and videos on you at all times, like you can't even take a piss in peace. I, I think that, you know, month after month, year after year, that can start to do something to you. And I think that's why we see a lot of, you know, 
a lot of people, well, quite frankly, a lot of people struggle with it. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just a little bit of a, a little bit of a sidebar, you know? I mean, I agree. It's- yeah. I mean, I mean, if you don't bang with Kanye and you don't like his music, I'm not trying to sell you on it. I'm just, I'm, ju- I'm, I'm just saying that I really, I really enjoy his music and you know, it, it's some people, I, I think it's the same thing, right? You know, you see with sneakers, right? Like some people only wear Jordans or they only dig Nikes or they're very like brand specific. Yeah. You know, for you and I, we'll wear Reebok, Asics, New Balance, Jordan, Nike. We like all the classics, sure, but we like Birkenstocks, Crocs. I haven't gone that far, but you certainly have. You put my Crocs on one time. I did put them on. I was unimpressed. Did you have socks on? Can't remember. If you didn't have socks on, it's not going to be Doesn't an enjoyable. Count. It's not an enjoyable experience. You can't go sockless. It's like too like it's like too squishy in there. I think I had socks on. I think, I, I I think you didn't have socks on. All right. Well, I, I'll try them again tonight. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, brand specific. I mean, oh, 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 brand specific. It's the same thing with music, right? Like some people like I love Benny the Butcher. Yeah, I love Griselda. And that's like real, like that's like that '90s, like gritty New York style rap. Yeah, right. But I also love Drake. Yeah, and I love and and Drake to me, he can't miss. Yeah, doesn't mean that every album he puts out is the best album I've ever heard. Yeah, but and I feel like sometimes it's it's all this like you have to pick, you have to be really far on one side or the other. Like you can't just enjoy it. Like you know you can't. How dare you enjoy LeBron and Steph Curry? Yeah, it's and Kobe. You better pick a side. To me, that's uh, not a smart way to live. Yeah, yeah. But if people want to live that way, let them go. live. To each their own. Yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. Milk is for babies. Milk there is you. for babies. Yeah. There you go. Where are we at on the clock? By the way, or, 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 we're an hour. Roughly. Oh, we're an hour. Yeah. Do we want to dive into some Patreon topics? We want to speed round a couple? We can speed round a couple. Okay. Let's speed round a couple. Here we go. Give me all you got. Yeah, exactly. All right. Where are we at here? All right. Patreon. Oh, by the way, patreon.com. If you made it, listen, if you made it this far in the podcast episode, first of all, thank you. Thank you for, very for, much. For, for rocking with us, especially because this episode has been a little bit rusty. Hey, we got to get back in the swing of things. It, you know, it, it, it happens. working on it. It happens. I'm working it. But uh, patreon.com forward slash Mr. Former Simpson. Uh, you know, we do some cool shit over there. Yeah. All right. And we, sure. we actually have some more stuff planned uh, that we want to implement this year that'll be even cooler stuff. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Um, all right. Here we go. We'll do some Patreon shout outs on the, on the next episode. Right now, we're diving into the suggested topics. Oh, damn. We got a lot of them. Ooh, baby. Okay. I'm speed rounding them. This is going to be a speed round yeah, like we've never yeah, done. Yeah, but we don't necessarily have to get to all of them. All right. We don't have to get to all of them. We we got let's it. see what we got. Keith Evans, any chance of hopping on the Sneaker History Podcast with Nick Engvall and the gang? Uh, much love. We all we got. Love Nick Engvall. Love Nick, love Nick Engvall. Uh, one of the first dudes who ever believed in us on the YouTube front. 100%. And just a really, really, really good dude. Um, so it's possible. Yeah, it's definitely possible. I, I love what he's built with, uh, with Sneaker History. Super knowledgeable guy and uh, a real mensch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a friend of the show. Yeah. We'll say. Uh, Jalen Arp. Jalen from Ames. Back again. Uh, us being on the other side of the All-Star break. Looking forward to the playoffs. I thought of five mm. rounds. All right. How are we going to speed round this? Of NBA this week. Okay. So let's say you're each an expansion team, 
right now, and you get to select one or the other all-star for your new team. Let's get it. Okay, we're okay. going to speed round it. Number one, Luca or Giannis? Giannis. Okay. What about um, you? Well, I kind of wanted to look at the rest of the thing. Oh, to assemble the right team? Yeah. I guess I'll go Luca because he's younger. Okay. Um, Tatum or Devin Booker? Give me D-Book. I'm, giving, I'm going D-Book. Give me D-Book. Uh, Trey Young or Darius Garland? I'm going Garland. Give me Garland too, bro. Yeah. Give me Garland too, honestly. Uh, I mean, Trey Young, is he's obviously a special player, but give me Garland. Uh, Jokic or Embiid? That's a tough one. I'm going Jokic. I'm going Jokic as well. He's younger, I believe, and I just Embiid's injury history. Yeah. But, man, Embiid is playing oh, yeah, out of his mind. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, last one, Kevin Durant or LeBron James. Uh, right now, I, I, you know, an expansion team, I got to go KD. I'm going KD as well, but Kevin Durant, you know, it's not easy. That one's not easy. That one's hard for me. That one's not easy because we do love us some LeBron, but it's not that easy. It's not that easy, but we, uh, there, boom, we speed rounded it. Okay. Okay. What else we got? Um, oh, I'm skipping around a little bit. Oops. That's fine. Okay. So, uh, Joe Bauman, he's asking about genius. We talked about that and gave our overall thoughts on it. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, Jordan Venegas. The homie, he's asking about the Batman movie. So you gave your thoughts on that. Damn. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. Many wolves. One, one mind. One mind. Yeah. One pack. Um, I didn't give full thoughts, but. Ron Davis. Uh, howdy, fellas. Been a hot minute. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, you're playing a game to 21 against DJ Khaled. How bad do you beat him? 21 zip. 21 zip. Absolutely beat DJ Khaled will not score a basket on me. That is a guarantee. Guarantee. Also, he says shouts to the Wolfpack member in Ames, which is Jalen, who we just uh Oh, hell yeah. Uh, go Cyclones, baby. We all we got. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Will Bolano, would you rather go 12 rounds, fisticuffs, old school? Bare knuckle or gloves? Bare knuckle. Okay. An outback kangaroo, a 500-pound hippo, or a baby silverback? Okay, the silverback's out. I want no parts no, of no, that. No, but a baby. How how baby? Yeah, we don't know. I'm going with the kangaroo because I've seen kangaroos get folded up before. The one dude when the kangaroo had the dog and the dude came over and yap, yap, I two mean, piece in a biscuit. I mean, have you ever seen a kangaroo? They're absolutely yoked out of their minds. For sure, but I've seen one be defeated. And then he says that the hippo's taking foamy out in the first round. No, no, no. Will, Will, you got it all wrong. Well, the 500-pound hippo is kind of small because I listen, think those fuckers are like 4,000 pounds. Let the record show I would win all of those bouts. But I want the kangaroo first. I think I'm going uh, baby gorilla. All right. You're going baby gorilla. Good luck, dude. That thing's going to tear you apart. No, no. Limb it, from it, limb. It's a baby. Milk, is for, m- milk is for babies. Yeah. All right. All right. Greg Scott, who is your favorite Southern hip hop artist? Um, uh, Andre 3000. I mean, all time? Shit, probably Lil Wayne. If I got to go all time. Right now? Shit, maybe Kodak. Who knows? You know? I mean, what counts as a Southern artist? Lil Baby? I love, yeah. I love little baby. Maybe All the time, I'm going Andre 3000. All right, not mad at that. Derek Rowe, what up, gentlemen? If you could make one thing that is now legal, illegal, what would that one thing be? And then vice versa as well. So if Farting I- Farting in public. Illegal. Should be illegal. All right, all right. So you-, you Like in straight, like, a, like a crowded space. You went straight to the butt. I'm going to say what should be illegal, not making, driving slow with the left-hand lane. Okay. That should be illegal. All right. You know, I mean, you ever get crop dusted? Listen, listen. The fart humor, 
Miss me with it. Okay. Um, and then what's legal? That's not humor. I'm saying it should be illegal. What's the opposite of humor? What's illegal that should be legal? Jaywalking. That's stupid. You have to get that out of there. And that's just a reason to harass. Yeah. Um, what do we got? What do we got? Um, see, some of these are a little long. That's the thing. Well, I, I said we don't got to get to all of them. Um, all right. What else we got? Okay. Here's Let, some Griselda talk. Let's go two more. Lester Phillip with some Griselda talk. Not mad at that. What's that? That's Sonny. Oh, really? Sonny. Sonny, you, you, you're throwing me off here, guy. I thought someone was knocking on the door. You're just itching your leg. Um, Griselda talk. Um, yeah, we love. I love Griselda. Yeah, me too. Uh, Benny the Butcher is my favorite, but I love all three of them. Um, the one and only Ashley. Foamshire Farms and Sir Buckets. Hello. I love it. Are you staying home with the high gas prices? Atlanta price at the moment is three sixty nine. Will we uh, will also will we ever get Patreon only episodes again? Yes, Ashley. Um, you will soon, very soon, and uh, you have my word on that. You have our word on that. I'm not staying home. I'm still driving. You know, I drive twenty thousand miles a year. Is that a lot? It's a lot of driving, dude. I don't know a lot any, of driving. I don't so, know how much I drive, but the gas prices are crazy. I used to be able to fill up. You know, my car for 40 bucks, now it's like 60 bones, kid. So I got a truck. As yeah. you know, I got you the got Tundra. A big boy. You got a big boy. Extended cab. Yeah. And I just filled up the other day, and it was $120. It's three fifty eight here in the Tampa area for gas. Damn. And I said, that's too fucking much. That's too damn much for me. Nice. Um, Bang. All right, so. You know, a little bit of a rusty episode, but an, an episode nonetheless. So, so we pretty much in in Tampa, then we pretty much have the same prices as Atlanta, ten cents cheaper. Yeah, damn, crazy to think about. Yeah, gas gas prices are rising, man, and uh, you know it does hurt the bank account. But we got to go. I got to go. I got to get to where we're going. You know, and it's not like you know we live in New York City, Chicago. You know. The Bay Area. We don't have public transportation. Not great public transport. We can't get on the BART. Can't we can't get on the BART. It's uh, it's tough, man. It really, really is. <clears throat> okay. Well, um, I guess uh, we go down with this ship of an episode. Okay. Milks for babies. It's good to be back. We'll be better. We had some technical difficulties. Um, Our pets' heads are falling off. Classic. Use some masking tape. Yeah. Tape it back on. Yeah. When you fast forward on Apple, you can do it by the lyric. Right. It goes a little too close to the lyric. Well, I agree. They got, it that, should go a half second back. That's a grievance. I agree. There's no sense in that, you know? I promise I'm not trying to make your life harder return. We promise. More episodes coming soon. Yeah. All right, I'm just, I'm going bar for bar yeah. with her. Yeah.